Gavin Gray is our UK correspondent this evening. Gavin, hello. Hi there, Heather. Suella Braverman, is she setting herself up as a potential leader? Yep, I think that's what this is all about, appealing to the right wing of the party. She has written a stinging, a zinging resignation letter, which has been given to the media, to the Prime Minister. I say resignation letter, I mean, it's a sacking really as well. Uh, the Prime Minister in his reshuffle, I think, had... Uh, been left with little choice. She had written an article, first of all, about the homeless people, uh, saying that that was a lifestyle choice and that living in a tent on the streets um, shouldn't be allowed if uh, people have been offered uh, sanctuary for an overnight accommodation if they were homeless. And then she wrote that famous uh, letter, of course, about the uh, uh, about the general tenure of the government and uh, her um, uh, ideas for how to uh, deal with uh, uh, the uh, asylum-seeking problem. And I'm afraid in the end, her government, uh, well, decided they'd had enough of her, particularly when she then ignored comments from Downing Street to tone down an article she'd written for The Times about the pro-Palestinian marches that have been going on in London, saying the police were taking uh, favorable sides. Uh, Frankly, uh, I think many people think she was pitching for the leadership, and uh, that's exactly what we believe is happening. Indeed, Some to the right of the Conservative parties have already said they are supporting her in terms of her views. And uh, now today we do get something close to her heart, a decision on the Rwanda policy. In other words, sending asylum seekers to Rwanda to be processed. The Supreme Court has its ruling today. And in her letter in which she said this uh, government and uh, Rishi Sunak did not uh, live up to the promises that he'd made her, we expect to find that huge piece of legislation, a decision on that, And she said the government has been neglectful in not having a plan B if the Supreme Mm. Court ruling goes against them. If it goes against the government, how embarrassing is it for Rishi Sunak? Yeah, I mean, in her own letter, she says that uh, if it fails to get through the Supreme Court, she said, you are back to square one because you've made no plan B. And I think many would think, actually, that could well be true. So I think it is going to be a big setback for Rishi Sunak because he has made getting the number of illegal asylum seekers uh, and people coming into this country illegally, he has made that a a key pledge to reduce that number. And if the Supreme Court says you can't do Rwanda, I I am not sure what his policy is then, because I don't know of a plan B. At least he hasn't made that public. And if Mm. she's correct and there is no plan B, then uh, I think lots of people will think, well, that part of the letter potentially is uh, absolutely accurate. Listen, Gavin, if she is just going back to her, if she is actually setting herself up as a potential leader, what is she planning to do? Is she planning to to roll Rishi before an election or wait until afterwards? No, I, I suspect, because she's still relatively young in political terms, that she will wait to see how bad an election defeat this next general election might be, because all the opinion polls suggest it is going to be of a, an earthquake scale, frankly, mm. uh, and uh, big losses, and the loss not just of the majority that currently Rishi Sunak enjoys, but many other seats will go as well. And at that point, I think Rishi Sunak's uh, tenure as leader of the Conservative Party will be over, or at least certainly very, very uh, easy to challenge for. And at that point... She could come in sailing with the the red, uh, the right wing and a sort of big flag of trying to unite that part of the country, along with perhaps potential tax cuts 
that have been promised and promised and promised. Um, and I think she will uh, certainly garner a bit of support in the party. Indeed, some have already written letters, apparently, saying they no longer have confidence in Rishi Sunak. Um, Gavin, does it look to you like the sugar tax is working based on the number of teeth being pulled out of kids' faces? Yes, very interesting this. So uh, news just uh, out, really, the research that they've been doing into the number of tooth extractions from young children. And since the sugar tax came into force in April 2018, it's said that the number of children aged 18 and under going into hospital to have teeth extracted has fallen by 12%. The figures come from analysis of National Health Service data on hospital admissions of children in England. Uh, And uh, uh, they really have noticed that uh, uh, the number of decayed teeth being pulled out has dropped dramatically. Uh, So this could lead now, I would suggest, to perhaps further proposals to uh, look at extending this sugar tax to sweets, biscuits and cereals in the hope of driving that down further. Mm, Good stuff. Hey, Gavin, thank you. Appreciate it. Gavin Gray, our UK correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy-Allen Drive, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.